Welcome to the People's Church Sermoncast. You can join us for our live worship services on Sundays at 10 a.m. People's Church is located at the corner of Mill Plain and Andreessen in Vancouver, Washington. Please visit our website at peoplesvancouver.church to learn more about our community and how you can get involved. And now for this week's sermon. You're listening to the sermon cast from People's Church of Vancouver, Washington. You're invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. We're located at 6801 East Mill Plain Boulevard in Vancouver, Washington. For more information, visit us at peopleschurchvancouver.org. Now for this week's sermon. Thankful for each of you this morning. Last week, I began and into my theme last week, I remember saying I was going to downshift and not hurry through it. And the result is some of this may be an overlap, but I've I've known a lot of times when you put a second coat, that's what really hides everything that was behind there. So (laughs) be some overlap because it's just, it's a joy. It's not a, it's not anything negative for me to worry that you've already heard it. It's a glorious theme, and I'm thankful. We begin last week talking, sharing that in so many places, I've picked up that besides our own fellowship, people are talking about prayer. Maybe it's moving into fall. Maybe it's because of the chaos in our health and world and all the incredible verses, all the incredible requests, that it just appears that the Holy Spirit is reminding us, if not calling us, to prayer. I'm sure some of you are way ahead of me in, in, uh, in that uh, conviction and practice. I know when it's July 4th, we ought to get our prayers in. I realize that Christmas Eve, get our prayers in. But it seems like as we turn toward fall and the leaves fall, maybe unnecessary things can fall from our life and we can devote ourselves, let's just say, stepping up our prayer time. We begin last week in the teaching Christ gave us. And we'll go back to there today. After this manner, therefore, ought ye to pray. That's probably authorized. Date myself. After this manner. And as I reread that this morning, I thought, he didn't say, repeat this, did he? He said, after this manner. Say, cover these themes. Say it with me. Cover these themes. Cover these themes. Check out these areas when you go to prayer. And I think we'll read it, even though not all of it's on the slide. We probably know it from memory. Sometimes we have it for benediction in some of our prayer times. But let me, from the New King James, read this. The reference is Matthew 6, verse 9. Christ saying, in this matter, therefore pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, 
your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts. I just, I like to say, forgive me my sins, my trespasses, as I forgive others their trespasses and sins against me. Amen? Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, if you're there, or by memory, there later, Christ says, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Think about in our life, business, vocation, work, home, marriage, etc. For his kingdom to come. His kingdom. Where we don't put ourselves first like we do in this world system. We don't lord it over people as some exercise. Your kingdom come. Wow. So that's why in our prayer time after this manner that it's more than just a repetition, something to memory, even though it's great to repeat. But in prayer time, to take that manner of prayer in those various categories. And last week I said this, and it's not new to me, that it seems to me when we begin praying, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. Your will be done where? On earth. As it is in heaven, on earth. That there we see a hinge, a, a pivot. The first several statements are about our Father in heaven. And it pivots and kind of opens like a door and then it begins to deal with you and I who are on earth. (laughs) Your will be done on earth in Mulkey's heart as it is in heaven. Your best your best sightings and of what it can be when I do your will, Lord, what you see in heaven. Wow. Then it continues, dealing with you and I, give us this day our daily bread. Say groceries. Amen? So this, this lofty prayer that starts our Father in heaven, it includes our day-to-day needs. I like that. I like that we don't have to duck or feel unspiritual by asking God and thanking God for shelter and nourishment, transportation and clothes, which later on into this chapter, he says, your heavenly Father knows what things that you have need of. Don't stress over what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, where you're going to live. For your heavenly Father knows that you need those things. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We talked about hallowed 
reverence, to be glorified, a special designation. Hallowed be your name. And that's getting to our. I was reminded and looked at a verse today. I didn't put it on the uh, screen. You know, when you hyphen a sermon and continue it on, the reason why it grows is because you think, ah, that's the verse I should have used, which is good. Amen? God's word is good. In John 10, John 10, Jesus says, I am the door. Are you tracking with me? I am the door to the sheepfold. Uh, Version might say also gate. Bottom line is, Christ is saying, I'm the one that gives entry into God's kingdom. And isn't it great to know, even during communion, you may have said, Lord, thank you for loving me and dying for me, and I I receive you into my life. You may have said, Lord, I thank you again for dying for me. You've already been placed in his kingdom, and that's glorious. Or you may have come to the door of Christ today by saying, I welcome your work on Calvary, and thank you for giving my sins. But, and it struck me, and I talked about it, I was going to say pretty forcefully and passionately last week that getting to our Father requires going through the Son. That's not scary, is it? That's glorious. John 10.10, he says, the way you get in is by me, through the door. That's how you get in. Remember, he says, the thief and the robbers, those that don't go through Christ, they try to paratroop over the fence. I was going to show a couple movie clips. Not really. Not really. Grace is on assignment somewhere in California, and so I don't want to take advantage of her being gone and take undue liberty, because some of you, I can't trust you that you won't tell her. I can't trust you. Used to be I couldn't trust the women of the word. Now I can't trust the brothers to. uh... If you were here last week, you remember I held up a key. And you know, it's perfectly fine with me if this is the part you get and that's it today. That'd be glorious, glorious. I'd be so happy. In John 10, Christ said, I'm the door. I am the gate. Now, this glorious prayer that we're talking about, our Father who art in heaven, our Father, that's, that, that's so incredibly powerful. And over the last 40, 50 years, great men of God have broken that down for us as a prayer tool, as a day-to-day discipleship, advantage. But what struck me in recent weeks prepping for this, and you know that from last week or today, is that before I can get to our Father, our Father, I must come through His Son. 
And the reason why I specifically have this key is because it's a good prompt to remind me um, <laughs> that this key, Christ is the door. Through faith, I receive Christ as my Savior, and I come into the sheepfold and think, look at all these fluffy characters. Well, I think I recognize a relative over there. I never knew he loved Jesus. To get in, that key is Christ Jesus. This key is the key to this building. This key, when I go to the front door and I put this key in the gate or the door, I have entry. Say, I have entry. Wow. Coffee is to my left. And most mornings, uh, it's, it's ready to pour. If not, Keurig, is that how you say it? It's just a few steps away. And sometimes fresher, but don't tell Wisman I said that. <laughs> Took me a while to adjust to Keurig. You know why I can have a cup of coffee in the overflow room? Because I have a key that let me in. You know why I can come to sit saints as Leona and say, oh, I'm heavy hearted? Not just because I have a colonoscopy coming Wednesday, but because I have to drink that putrid stuff on Monday and Tuesday. And you know me, if I'm going to go through it, you're going to share the... There will be no photos before or after. And right now, Grace would be saying Larry Allen, but our adopted niece is saying it for her. I kept asking her all the way to Sunday, can you please, please, please punt this, get rid of it. She said, Larry Allen, I've done it twice. I'm not doing it again. I said, but go through Sunday. I want to be happy when I preach. I want to be happy when I preach and have leverage and have, have good, you know, because Mike can't preach because he's, he's late from Hawaii and I don't know about the hangover and all that stuff. I mean, no, you know what I mean. Anyway... The mahi, mahi, whatever they call those. So anyway, are you listening to me? She's going to know somewhere, I was going to let you know that woe is me this weekend. Changed my whole keto diet. I have things in triplicate at home, large print, big bottles with designs from the Antichrist. <laughs> Feel this to here. You can't have this. Starting Sunday, I can't have this to eat. I can't have that to eat. And I think... And I gotta preach happy? Bring me Jehovah Rofi. But then I talked about that last week. Okay, I got it out. Now I gotta go on. When I unlock, when I use the key, which say which is Christ, but with this key, when I come into this building, I can come into this room and worship. And I can come into this room when it's corporate worship and I am known and you are known where everyone knows our name 
And as I said about Leona, I can come in and I can request a prayer of agreement. Come on. Why? Because we have an hour. Did you hear me? We have an hour, and that's a father. I'm not freelancing. I'm, I'm not saying, well, I'm going to read enough books and, and I'll be my own God. No, 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 no. I use the key, which is Christ. I came in like maybe a lost sheep, whatever you want to call it, and I came into the fold and the shepherd welcomed me, probably went after me, probably hounded me until I said, forgive me of my sin. And then when I came into the fold, like with this building, I unlocked the front door and I can come in and worship. I don't, don't, don't be upset. I know I can worship anywhere. Just stick with me. <laughs> or I can go into a room and study his word. Right? I can go to this back room and plug in the amplifier and enjoy glorious music. I can plug in the music. Amen? I can go downstairs to the kitchen. Forgive me, Father, for this is becoming a habit. You know, I have a brand new mouse that somebody, Kaylee, brought me today. So I thought, why wouldn't there be cheese? (laughs) And I got to pay... Someone kicked Bill a few bucks to, I keep taking his American slice. It's my favorite cheese. Grace said, you can have cheese on Sunday. So she must have talked to Bill because there was cheese. There was cheese. There was a mouse. And there was cheese. And a fat rat that ate the cheese. Aren't you glad for the key that is Christ? The key that is Christ. Now, I know I'm talking about a building, but that doesn't mean that in your automobile, it's not a worship center. In your house, it's a sanctuary. In our heart, it's a sanctuary. But let me read a few of these. Getting to our... Getting to our, I go through Christ. Name above every name. His name shall be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. Wow. The most important name I can welcome and appropriate is Jesus. That gets me to our. Say with me, when I welcome Jesus, I get a father. Not just a father. Because sometimes, sometimes we identify father with maybe an example in our life that was never there. Maybe punitive, maybe distant, maybe not loving, maybe not expressive, maybe did not provide. Or maybe, maybe as some of us, We can be thankful that we had a father that led us to Christ, that provided for us. But when our father is our heavenly father in heaven, 
He's the perfect one that loves us, receives us. There are no second-class children. There are no stepchildren. There are no grandchildren. All of us, when we come through the door that is Christ, he's our father. Our father. And Eddie and I can take hands and say, Our father, thank you for healing my natural father. Come on. Huh? We can say, we can pray when we see a request posted on connections. Our father, heal Carol Ahola. What's happening? We step in because you have family now. And just like some families... Some you might prefer over the others, but you're stuck with them for eternity. Better than the alternative. Amen? Amen. It gets me to our Father. I have a family, and I can pray in agreement. Matthew 18, Jesus is going to say, when you pray, when two of you agree in prayer... I come among you. Now, he'll hear our prayer alone for salvation, and he hears our prayers of worship. But look at this promise. When we step into relationship with Christ, and we have a father, we have a brother and sister, and a threefold cord is hard to break. We can come in the prayer of agreement. His word, when you agree, 18 of Matthew on touching any one thing, it shall happen for you. Listen to me, loved ones. Listen to me. When we come through that door, which is Christ, we can pray our Father. There's so many teachings and breakdowns in this prayer. But just to consider... Our Father, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. In wonderful teaching tools, uh, Larry Lee comes to mind and others who have taught the practical use of this Lord's Prayer in our day-to-day discipleship, praying it forward or praying because we have a need, is defining the various names of Jehovah. Last week, last week, we devoted several minutes to Jehovah Rophi, He is my God that heals. In Exodus 15, when all of the Israelites, what, three million? They were leaving Egypt, and the Red Sea parted, and they crossed over, God said, I am the Lord that heals you. He talked about how all of them in that wilderness journey, they would be well and whole, they would not suffer, they would have physical strength and health, because he said, I am the Lord who heals, or I am the Lord, I am Jehovah Rothi. I want to say this, because the next week or two the schedule may pivot. Listen. I would pick which one I need at the time. There's so many. Jehovah. 
Rafi, heal. Jehovah Shalom, peace. Jehovah Jireh, I want to spend a few minutes on that. The Lord will provide. See, day to day, you may have a, a specific uh, uh, desire or need for the promises that happen because of Jehovah's name, hallowed be thy name. Now, I know I'm repeating myself. The reason why you can pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, Jehovah Jireh, is because you came to our because the Son forgave you and gave you entry into his kingdom. In Genesis 22, so Abraham called the name of that place, quote, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this, on this day, on the mountain of the Lord, it shall be provided. I'll come back to that in a moment. Philippians 4.19, And my God shall supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 3.20, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly, say abundantly, more than all that we could ask or think, according to the power that works within us. What about the biggest provision? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Romans says, when I was without strength, without salvation, without a hope, the father stepped up to the plate and said, this is who you have to welcome, but you can welcome him. And if you know the son, come on into the family. God provided for us. The Lord will provide. Our circumstances of employment, of housing, of health, of fellowship, of companionship, you decide what's going on in your life, praying God's word because you can pray our Father. Lord, here's your daughter. Here's your son today. Our Father, my Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I need some provision. In Genesis 22, when that name Jehovah Jireh was introduced, Abram took his son, his only son Isaac, he left his servants and took, his, took Isaac, the altar, and they journeyed three days until they got to Mount Moriah. And Isaac said, behold, the fire, behold, the wood and the coals. And Isaac says this to his father. Isaac, who by that time, being a, being a good church boy, he knows, being a good church boy, he knows, well, to have a sacrifice, you have the wood, you have the coals, and you have the animal. So Isaac, the church boy, the covenant son, says, Father, everyone else is left behind. And Abram journeys toward Mount Moriah three days you know the study of numerology. Three days in the belly of the whale. 
three days in the tomb? You know the numerology in God's word? That's another 801 Jill class. But anyway. Three days. Just as Christ was three days in the tomb. Three days, Abram's heart. Boy, was it not back and forth and heavy. Three days. Father, Isaac says. Question, okay. We have the wood. We have the coals. But you said we're going to go yonder and worship. Where's the sacrifice? Listen, sweet ones. Abram said, the Lord will provide. Abraham deserves to be father of the faithful, doesn't he? And the friend of God. Yeah. Gosh, even now I can forgive, I can forgive him for Hagar, can't you? He was just being obedient to Sarai in the first place. But here he's taking this journey. Three days, three days, three days. Where is, in other words, let me just put it in, you know, a paraphrase. Dad, where's the animal that we're going to sacrifice? And he says, the Lord will provide. Oh my, think about your specific situation right now. Health, money, relationship, vocation, COVID. Say this with me, quote, the Lord will provide. Did I tell you? That's our father. Hallowed be thy name. Oh, thy name, yeah. Today we're talking Jehovah Jireh. Abram straps Isaac on the wood, lifts the dagger. Romans says he knew if Isaac was sacrificed, God would resurrect him. Wow. And it's hard for me to let someone drive the Honda. (laughs) And I I was struck because the angel Lord had... Stop! Stop, Abram! Stop! Stop! Don't harm the boy! Now I know, now I know that you believe me. And over, over in the thicket, the brush, was a big, fat, I should say husky, God moves in husky. I said, God moves in husky. Glory be to God. Listen, there was a ram. Can you believe this? I know we heard it in Sunday school. Can you believe this? And sacrifice, they had the, the wood, the coals, and now the sacrifice. And he says, now, that, now I know. Now I Now I know. And Abraham and Isaac come back down the mountain. Remember, he told the servants, the lad and I are going yonder to worship, and then we are coming back. 
He said, we are coming back. We are coming back. And Abraham called that mountaintop Jehovah Jireh. Hallowed be thy name. For in the mount of the Lord, the Lord will see and say, oh, you know what? You know what? Uh, I'm going to identify their help. They need a ram. In finances, in health, in vocation. Oh, stop. Stop. Don't refinance. Wait. Wait. Don't, Don't jump out of that job. Wait, wait. Do thyself no harm. In the mount of the Lord. Here's what I want all of us to remember today. Besides the key. God's eyes are fastened on my circumstance. No, no, do you really believe that? I do. I do. I need to remember that for 72 hours. <laughs> drinking that horrible stuff. Yeah. 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 Thy compassions, they fail not. But anyway, uh, but God's eyes are fastened on us. Thank you. Move this over here. There's their ram. There's their provision. There's their supply. Our Father, hallowed be thy name, provider. Let's stand. Do you love him this morning? Yes. Think about your mountaintop. Think about your need, what you need, because the Lord will see and the Lord will provide. Father God, so great to be in your house today. Lord, and we come to you, our Father, who art in heaven. So great to be in your presence today, Lord, to worship you, to join together, to receive the emblems of communion today, to remember what you did in the way of your gift, your Son, your love for us through salvation. We are so humbled and grateful today. We bless your name for that today, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you made a way for us to come into your throne room, to visit with you, to talk with you, to worship you, to give you our all. We are so grateful for that today, and you are really a good, good Father. You have good things in store for your children, and we are so grateful for that. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen.